I'm Des. And I'm Jay. And welcome to your weekly dose of Savage Reality. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh my gosh, mom was telling me the other day about you and this fake British accent. Mel C. <laughs> you, you've never met Mel C. I was talking to mother. Why are you was, Mel C and not Mel I'll B? I'll get there. I'll get okay. there. Okay. So I was talking to mother and I was performing in this accent and mother was like, please stop. And I was like, <laughs> what? You don't like my British accent. And she was like, no, I don't. And I was like, well, do you also dislike Chelsea's British accent from Selling Sunset? And she was like, I just don't like it. And she was like, (laughs) you should see if Michael likes it. So when Michael got home that day, I was speaking in my British accent. And he was like, I actually really enjoy it. I was like, don't you? You bloody beggar. Of course you enjoy it. (laughs) And he was like, what is your name, though, with the British accent? And then he was like, what about the Spice Girls? Which one was black? And I was like, Mel B. And he's like, well, you can't be Mel B, but you can be Mel C. And I was like, exactly. I can be Mel C from Kentucky. Why can't you be Mel B? Because Mel B is already taken. I am just like a... Not a knockoff version, but a knockoff version. But Mel C is Sporty Spice. Oh, there's a real Mel C. No shit. That's why I was like, why would you be Mel C? I did not know that. Yes, Jalen. Mel C and Mel B. Yeah, yeah. What does Mel stand for? Is that Melanie? I think it's Melanie, yeah. Or Melissa, I don't know. Let's see. Two girls in the same girl group with the name Mel. Well, you know, they were recruited, though. It's not like they were friends. Mel B and Mel C. Yes. That's wild. Melanie Chisholm is Mel C. And Mel B's last name is what? Hold, please. Brown. Melanie Brown mm-hmm. and Melanie Chisholm. <gasps> what? Well, it's so weird because they both also have middle J initials. So it, Mel that C is, is Melanie Jane Chisholm and Mel B is Melanie Janine Brown. Wowzers. Melanie wow. Jane. I really like that. Well, but, I mean, that is Mel C. So, yeah. wow. You could be Mel D. I could be Mel D. <laughs> I'm Mel A. Why do I have to be B or C? I should be A. You could be A. Right. Well. Bloody hell. Okay. Okay, well, well I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> that was so <laughs> much. The American accent as it is. <laughs> that just feels like that would take so much effort. It truly does. Like, <laughs> it's not as easy as you would think it is. But then also, I get perplexed by how easily I can just shift into my British accent. But then I think, too, it's probably, this is probably how people like Idris Elba feel. Yeah, probably. And all the and like the dude Spencer Hastings from Mm -hmm. All American. His last name's Hastings. In the show. Oh no, no, Spencer Hastings is Pretty Little Liars. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. I feel like his last name was Hastings. That feels a little too white. I don't remember Spencer's last name in All American. And like the one who plays um Franklin. 
in um, Snowfall. James, Spencer James. Spencer James. Spencer oh, Dame, Damson, his name? Damon or Damson? What's his name? He was just dating Lori Harvey, but now he's not anymore. She broke up with him. I know. Damson. Laurie is just for the streets. She does not want a relationship. I don't understand. I think she just has like a one year like thing. And it's people. crazy to me because Michael B. Jordan, if I had a boyfriend to buy me stock and in fucking Hermes for mm -hmm. Valentine's Day, mm. this nigga is thinking about your fucking future. <laughs> Whereas when you were dating future, he was just <laughs> thinking about, I don't know, boning Laurie Harvey. Right. Getting another baby mama to add to the eight that he already has. Okay. But I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are in for a treat with this one. Oh my goodness. What was I going to say? There was something I was going to say about the accent situation. Oh yeah. Maybe, maybe you missed a calling. Maybe what, you meant to be an actor in another life. You know, when we were working at Panera Bread, someone once asked me in the drive-thru, is that your real voice? And I was like, yes, it is. Obviously not my British accent, just my regular tone of voice. He was like, is that your, is that your real voice? I was like, yeah. So when he comes through the drive-thru, he was like, you were the person in the, over the mic in the drive-thru? I was like, yeah. He was like, you should really consider doing voiceovers. I was like, what? People have said that to me a lot too, or like do the news because we don't have a Kentucky accent and we sound very, I guess, Midwestern. I don't know, but yeah. People are always like, yeah, it, it's it's very easy to understand you. And I was like, okay, as opposed right? to the other people. Sure. I don't right. know. I just I always thought that was weird, but okay. we're doing a podcast. So we're using our voices for something. We are that we are. Okay. Do we want to get into <laughs> this episode? We do. We do want to get into the episode. I'm going to attempt to not bring back out my British accent, but sometimes it's just so hard. There's certain phrases that I'm like, this sounds like Mel A, not <laughs> Mel B or C. Anywho, so let's start with the A team that Lisa, Lisa has assembled. Okay, for real though. <laughs> <laughs> this episode opens up and we see what is later referred to as the quote unquote A team. Um, the best servers, bartenders of Lisa's coming together um, because Lisa is going to host a dinner party for her Beverly Hills crew. So at this table is Peter. Well, Peter's not helping. Well, Peter's a manager. So like, that's a different thing. But right. it's Katie, Jax, which I'm like, what the fuck? Jax. Katie, Jax, Ariana, Tom Sandoval, Stassi. Was Christina Kelly there? Mm-mm. She was working, but she was working in the restaurant. Okay. Okay. Yes. So Lisa tells them that they're having a dinner party with her friends. Um, and, you know, basically she's like, they're, if, if they're being difficult, like they're being difficult, but just like get them what they want. And it's so funny because Stassi's like, yeah, anytime someone's coming into the restaurant being like super difficult about their order, they're either full of shit or they're Lisa's friends. <laughs> like, wow, that is really funny. Truly. Um, yeah. So I'm assuming Stassi has finally made it to the A group after that secret diner um, gave her all the praise right. <laughs> that she was given, which great for Stassi. Finally, you're taking your job somewhat seriously. 
But also, that's why Jax shouldn't have been there. She shit on him. (laughs) And yet, he's still in the mix for some reason. But maybe it was because Lisa, like, low-key knew, like, it can't just be Tarma and Ariana, because that would be bad. Even though it ends up being bad anyway. Right. Um, But that's what Ariana says in her confessional when she was like, I mean, Lisa's put together a pretty good team. Plus Jax. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, I don't know why... But, you know, Jax also is probably just there for, like, the entertainment factor. You for know? sure. Yeah. 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 Anywho, so after they have that meeting with Lisa, then Tom and Jax are at the bar, and Tom is confronting Jax about these rumors he's spreading about Tom and Ariana. Tom's all like, well, I heard that you told them, in his little whiny bitch-ass voice. So <laughs> annoying. But, like, we were, like grinding on each other at Coachella and like making out behind a porter potty or whatever and Jax is like what no I didn't say that uh-uh uh-uh but in Tom's confessional Jack or Tom is like you know Jax is playing both sides he'll tell the girls basically what they want to hear that Tom and Ariana have hooked up and then tells mm-hmm. Tom no I didn't say that so at this point who fucking knows what to believe we also know from season one that Jax is a pathological liar Right. He even lies to his therapist. So I don't think anyone is safe from Jax's lies. At all. And I think that's really fucked up that, and Tom points this out, that like one of my best friends is starting a rumor about me. And I never really like thought about it like that because I think I'm just so used to their behavior. But that is really fucked up. Like, why would you start a rumor about someone who's your best friend? Like, what's it is. that? Yeah, their dynamic is very, very strange when we look at it. It's very toxic also, which is probably a good thing that these two, like in real time, are not friends anymore. It's a friendship that needed to end probably after this season, quite Mm. frankly. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, alas, it took us, what, eight more seasons (laughs) to get to be like the actual downfall of their friendship. And Jax comes out looking like the good guy, which is even crazier. Crazy AF um so then we see um katie walks up to the bar and is like or no she doesn't well she does walk up to the bar she kind of gets in the mix about like the rumor conversation and all this and that whatever it's a hot mess katie is like well you know i'm glad Kristen didn't latch onto the rumors about tom and ariana um and then stassi's like but he did tell us that (laughs) now Jax is trying to deny it for, for like whatever the reason is they've got this like fucked up bro code which we will continue to see throughout the span of this entire show and i'm sure Literally. we will continue to see in season 11 mm-hmm. um yeah like it's like i understand girl code and guy code but like when you go beyond like just girl code bro code and you're like being a shitty individual and like your character is in question i think girl code guy code goes out the window But also their guy code doesn't make sense because yet again, they will take any opportunity that they have to throw each other and throw each other under the bus, which Mm -hmm. makes no sense because Mm -hmm. for girl code, I'm not doing that shit, especially not in public or to other people. Like I may call you out on something, but it's not going to be like for everyone to hear. So it's just weird because. And I don't know if it's always been like that or if it became like that because of the show and like the whole layer of them thinking about how they're going to be portrayed on television, even though they continue to fuck up. I'm not really sure. It's just strange. The one thing I will say that's not related to this, but kind of related because Katie was just mentioned. I think that this is the only time her hair did not look gross orange. 
this whole season. It actually just looked like a normal blonde. And I was like, huh, I think that's probably what you were going for. But that is not what it looks like 90% of the time. Everyone knows I love season two of Katie's hair. I don't know why. It's horrible. It's so bad. And then speaking of not calling people out in public, like not only are they having this conversation in public, but in front of customers. <laughs> well, like that's customers at the bar. Just like, what the, what are, can I just get my, like, you know, pump teeny? That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> them having customers is just like wall art at this point for them. They don't yeah. care that they're there. <laughs> they're just there. <laughs> it's literally insane to me. Insane, but whatever. Um, so in the back alley is when Katie and Stassi are having this conversation about Jack's now trying to say that he didn't say what he said, whatever. So that conversation happens and Kristen and her erratic self joins them in the back alley. Mm -hmm. She sits down all extra per usual. And she's telling us that she's gone through Tom's phone yet again. And this time she finds an even bigger smoking gun. Tom called Ariana. And they talked for 13 minutes. <laughs> I was like, Kristen. And then she's like, every time I go through his phone, I find something that shouldn't be there. It's like, you found a, a call between Tom and Ariana that lasted 13 minutes. That you could have been him look- talking to her about how to make a cocktail. Literally. I mean, it could have been anything. Like 13 minutes is not like phone sex time. Like that's right. nothing. it's literally nothing. She's acting like in this moment, like she found a fucking record of a FaceTime recording of Ariana and Tom having phone sex. Like Ariana found in Tom's phone with Raquel. Like she is taking it there when it's Mm -hmm. all you have is a phone call literally. And the length of the call. That's it. ma'am. And then she's like, every time I go through his phone, I find something that shouldn't be there. Well, shouldn't we start to ask ourselves, why do we continue to go through his phone? Girl. (laughs) That's like what Katie's saying. Like, listen, so, and because Kristen's like, well, I'm going to go confront Tom and ask to see his phone. And Katie's like, okay, so what, what's the end goal? Right. And Kristen's like, I don't know. Well, it's like, well, bitch, what's the point of confronting him then? If you don't, exactly. if you're not going to confront him with the intention of breaking up or whatever the case may be, what's the point of confronting him just to tell him that you found a 13 minute long phone call? And then he hope he won't do it again. Right. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's insane. And as Katie said, if you have to, if you feel the need to continue checking your dude's phone, clearly there's some trust issues. And like that would be best like worked through in therapy. Or dead the relationship. That also, you know. And it was so funny because I was texting you and mom about this the other day. I was rewatching Blood, Sweat, and Hills. Did you ever watch that? I I think I watched the first season. I think. Oh, well, the first season is the only one that's on bro- okay. or on uh, Netflix right now. So if you want to just take a little stroll down memory lane, you can. But it's yeah. so crazy because in the first episode, they're at brunch and they're having this conversation about, does it make sense to like snoop on your partner? And I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. It never makes sense. And like you and I have always said, if a dude's going to cheat on you or your partner's going to cheat on you, whoever... They're just going to cheat. There's nothing that you can do to stop it because if they want to do it, they're going to do it. And you have to make the decision. Either you're going to deal with it or you're going to be done. And all of the other women were saying that like, no, it makes total sense to snoop. Like you got to make sure you have all the information, blah, blah, blah. And the main girl that was the only person who was talking any sense, in my opinion, Demetria was like, if you don't trust them, why are you in the relationship with them? Just trust your gut. If you feel like something's off, you don't need to do all this stuff to prove it. Just be done. 
Right. Which I said, yes. And then the one girl, Micah was like, yeah, this guy that she's currently with on the show, he cheated on his partner of 20 years with me. And I am with him living together. And yeah, I didn't trust him. I'm like, fuck no. Why would you trust him? But why would you also be with him after you learned that? That's crazy. Crazy. goes back to I don't care how cliche it is I don't care for the bitches out there who don't want to hear it and you're like my dude is different you lose him how you get him mm-hmm. if you got that nigga when he was with another bitch especially in a 20-year relationship ho y'all's relationship is not safe at all <laughs> at all Mm-mm. he cheated on his partner <clears throat> of 20 fucking years Uh more I mean you know more than likely the woman that stood by him through a lot of bullshit Uh built him up to be whatever type of man he is today professionally speaking like if he's got his finances and shit together like Uh she did all the hard work just to get shitted on so Uh what do you think he's got in store for you Uh I don't Uh get it to me Uh like I don't know I just don't understand why people cheat I just can't get with cheaters it's just it's unforgivable I just if you're cheating past the age of like 16 17 it's a it's a no in my book <laughs> there's no excuse for it there's just no fucking right excuse. just get out of the relationship just get out of the relationship period but anywho so we see Tom going for a break in the garden and here comes Kristen stomping her way back there <laughs> And he's talking about this lame ass video he's watching. And she's like, oh, can I see? And then takes his phone, goes to his call log. The call log is obviously still there. And she's like, so why did you talk to Ariana on the phone for 13 minutes? Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? She's <laughs> wild. <laughs> like, what are you asking right now? <laughs> and I mean, it's just so like, she keeps going in and he's like, you know what? Is there alcohol in your drink? And they are <laughs> on the clock. And she was like, well, obviously. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> that explains a lot. Keep going. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, so bad. That is so sad. But also not shocking at this point. We know. No. So, yes. So she continues to argue with him about it. And Tom eventually, like, as any person would, it's just like, listen, I don't fucking care. Be my girlfriend or don't. And he walks away. And I'm like, that's big facts right there, Tom. But at the same time, though, when she asked him what they were talking about, he needed to have an answer. Because if you still want to be in this relationship and you are the one that's cheated, you mm-hmm. need to be on your P's and Q's. Like, you can't just say, like, get over it. I mean, I get it. Yeah. But also, like, you need to try to, like, give her a reason why you were talking to her. You could even just say, like, we were shooting the shit a little bit after we got off work or I forgot to tell her something. We left work. I don't know just make up anything or you could just say like i genuinely don't remember that was too long ago i'm so sorry but it wasn't anything crazy you know i feel like there's just a way to navigate that if he as he is professing at this point still wants to be in a relationship with her yeah that's true it's just wrong on both sides of the situation yeah i could see that yeah so that was that yeah then we move into a few quick scenes, interestingly enough. Um, for some reason, we have to suffer through another scene of Sheena singing. 
her newest song, Good as Gold. And she. Why, Sheena? Why? I don't know. I don't know. Make it stop. She was really trying to make herself happen. And it just was not hitting at that point in time. Um, But she also decided to wear these like ridiculously heeled sneakers that were like rhinestone studded it just i was like is this what you think people wear when they are recording things but maybe they are i don't know yeah i don't yeah i didn't pay attention to her outfit when i saw her back at the studio i was like you know what i'm just not gonna pay attention to this scene we're (laughs) just but i was also thinking to myself how does she take herself so seriously and she's like a hundred percent like all in shades right there with her which I also think it's interesting that she's working with these other producers because Shay is also a producer but I wonder Mm -hmm. if he was just like getting started up or something and so she wanted to work with someone who's a little bit more established I don't fucking know either way we have to hear her poorly saying good as gold but then we hear the power of auto-tune because she sounds totally different by the time they play it back. And it's so funny because she's like, you know, I know that this song is going to be huge. And to be fair, Good as Gold it has become a cult classic, I would say. Not a cult classic. I would say a cult classic. Like, she just re-released it with, like, these gold, like, records that people have purchased. Like, she was signing them at BravoCon, I believe, oh. to give away. <laughs> yeah interesting so the people really like it they really like it i you know i can bop along but whatever it's sheena we also then see lisa at sir really quickly and she's kind of setting up this whole dinner that she's hosting for her friends from the real housewives of beverly hills cast i don't remember exactly what was going on at this point and i thought about watching that episode and i was like man that's too much work but I do remember that there's a lot of beef between, as we later on see at the dinner, Joyce and Brandy, because Brandy was making all these like insane microaggressions at her, but then was trying to defend herself by saying, well, like, I married a Cuban and I have Cuban babies and da 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 da, like all this stuff. And I was just like, Brandy, you just got to stop. And essentially, Brandy was like basically bullying this woman <laughs> for no reason, mostly just because she was nice and she was pretty. And she was married. I really think that that's all that it was. Because in my opinion, Joyce didn't do anything wrong from what I remember. So Lisa is trying to bring everybody to the table to like work through all of the issues that are happening in the group. We then see that before the dinner shift that night, everyone is at Katie's house. And Katie apparently has taken up reading tarot cards for fun. And so I feel like that's totally Katie's vibe though. I do. I do now too, especially. And I think that's probably kind of like where the whole witches of WeHo piece like started was from her interest in mm-hmm. the occult. Mm-hmm. But Kristen is asking them as Katie's like getting set up, if they've heard any more about things between Tom and Ariana. And Stassi said that Sheena told her, well, like, I don't know if something happened between them three years ago in Vegas. And Stassi's like, what are you talking about? I didn't say anything about Vegas or three years ago. And so she's like, gotcha. And because we still don't have all the information, Stassi has decided that she's going to hashtag seduce and steam Jax to get the more, get more information out of him. 
very in line with rap shit, which I think is funny because rap shit probably wasn't even a thought at that point in time. But look at Stassi, just one of the original seducing schemers. And so when Katie starts reading the tarot cards, all signs point to troubles ahead for Kristen. And based on what we know now about how the rest of the season goes down, Katie is fucking tapped in. Like she, I don't know what she did to prepare, <laughs> but she has everything like, perfectly laid out to predict what this the rest of the season is going to look like for Kristen and Kristen isn't ready to end her relationship for some reason even though Katie and Stassi are trying to convince her that basically that's where we need to be and you need to call it on your terms so that you don't feel like you're just sitting there waiting for Tom to rip the band-aid like someone's got to do it might as well be you (laughs) what is that whose slogan is that i don't know Dang. i don't remember either but yeah yes um yeah it was a hot mess express um but i mean back to the whole conversation about like what are you prepared to do um about this phone call conversation like it's just like you want you have access to all this information Right. All the signs are literally pointing to break, just break up with him, as they mm-hmm. would say on the read. Mm-hmm. And she just still won't do it. Won't do it. Won't do it. It's absolutely insane. Anywho, then we head to probably one of, I mean, the worst dinner parties I've ever watched. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, this was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not number one, because I think now that I'm rewatching Jersey, the Teresa flipping the table or trying to flip the table. And then Joe in season, what season did I just finish? Three, like banging mm-hmm. on the table at the mm-hmm. fucking christening. I was like, what is wrong with you people? But I would give this one at least top 10 for Bravo. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. So anywho, so Jack's intros this scene by saying that we're just, everyone is walking on glass when it comes to having these dinner parties, I guess, because, you know, everything needs to be pretty perfect. And then it's Lisa's friends. So it's just a lot of stress and pressure, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Jax, Ariana and Tom all bragging together. Ariana is like, you know, Tom and I should actually be pissed at Jax because of all these rumors that he's starting. And she's like, but it's also kind of hard to take Jax seriously because he's such a joke. And I was like, damn. <laughs> Wow, that is Queen Ariana cutting with her words per mm-hmm. usual. And we love it. We're here for it. Very as much. Um, then Kristen, who is already extremely irrational in this episode, and the Lulu, she is told by Peter that she has to hold down the fort on the restaurant side while the A-team serves Lisa's dinner party. And then she has a fucking conniption about having to work in the restaurant. I'm like, what's the problem? You act like Peter just told you you had to go scoop poop for the next two hours he's telling you you just have to do your job and just do it well enough so that in the absence of the a-team things go well over here like that's it that's all he was saying yeah but Kristen throws her little pity party and then goes out back to cool off uh, because she's stressed about these rumors between tom and ariana (laughs) and peter and his confessional is like yep this right here is what i call adult babysitting which Mm. is so sad peter must have a lot of patience because i can't even imagine if an employee if i was a manager and an employee came to me crying because her boyfriend is being accused of sleeping with someone else that we work with bitch no one gives a fuck this is your Mm -hmm. job this is not your therapy session 
come in here, have your fucking shit together and serve these fucking crispy chickens. Right. Mm. And then, and then to sit outside for what I'm assuming has to be like an hour (laughs) crying, like while you were on your fucking shift. Are you serious right now? Insane. So insane. Yeah. Also one note before we move on when they're like all the people are ordering their dinners and Mm -hmm. Shiva orders a warm chicken salad. What the fuck is a warm chicken salad? I don't know. Is that like a regular chicken salad and warmed up? I would hope not because that sounds disgusting. Like warm mayonnaise? mayonnaise? Ew. That sounds really bad. I don't know. chicken salad. Maybe it was like a salad with grilled chicken and like maybe she wanted the chicken warmed. You know, like at Panera, I would always warm my chicken on the panini press. Because I'm like, why would why do we eat cold chicken? It's weird. Uh, did I do that? I don't know if I did that. I think I just in general toasted my sandwiches all the time. No, I never had a salad. Oh, uh, I didn't really eat salads there like that. What? I fucking mm. salad. I did when I first started working there. Like I used to love the Greek salad, but then I think oh. I just got tired of eating it. Greek salad is amazing. But I would so- put Someone, I can't remember who told me how to do this. It may have been Gary, actually. Shout out to Gary, because I think you're listening oh, to this. Gary. Um, it was either him or somebody else that told me to put chicken in the black bean soup. So oh. I heat the chicken up and put it in there mm-hmm. with some cheese. It was fire. It was so good. Gary was also the one who introduced me to making Panera pizzas before Panera pizzas were a thing. No, after Panera pizzas were a thing, because they were a thing when I first started working there. Oh, really? Yeah, we had them. We were a test market for them. They were called Crispani. Mm -hmm. And we had them for maybe like a month or two when I started, and then they went Mm -hmm. away. But you could only have them from like four until close. Mm-hmm. And we had like maybe five or six different recipes. They were really good though. I loved those. I think the ones that Gary made were way better than the ones they serve now on the menu. They, Panera, oh, I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but we need just to go yeah. back to like soup, salad, sandwiches and the bakery items. We're doing too much. Yeah. Like the mac and cheese, keep that. Everything else, we can let it go. We don't need we pasta. We don't need no. flatbreads. We don't need quinoa bowls. Like, well, the no. quinoa bowls are pretty good. I'm sure they are, but we don't need all that. Can you imagine all the people who work there and have to remember how to make all this shit? It was already a lot when we were there. Yeah, that's that's true. That is very true. So um, much. Yeah. Very true. Um, so then also during this part of the night, we see Sheena, who is yet again complaining and saying that Brandy is a bitch because she can't work the dinner party with the A-team. Sheena. You fucked her husband. For years. For two years. Now, we know you were 21 when it happened. But, but bitch, at 21, you still know how to use Google. Right. Period. So right. there's no excuse. Mm-mm. So I don't think it's fair for you to be calling Brandy a bitch when you fucked her husband. Right. Repeat, and broke up her fucking family as a right. result of it. Right. Like, there's just, there's no excuse for that. Mm-mm. Period. Point blank. Sure but, is. That's Sheena for you. Just always about herself. Truly. Outside, we see Kristen is still sitting on the curb crying. (laughs) Peter comes to talk to her and he's just like, okay, what's wrong? And then she's like, oh, these rumors. Like, I just, and he's like, okay, I get it. But like, I really need you to just like come to your job. Hello. Are you serious? Like, do you see me right now? Yes, Kristen. That's why I'm saying 
I really need you to come do your fucking job <laughs> here to work, not to cry. No one has time for that. No. But Kristen continues to sit on the curb and cry for, like you said, probably at least another 25 minutes. Yeah. Before she eventually decides to go back inside. And Peter's like, are you better? And she's like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sucking it up. Well, yeah, bitch, you fucking should. You should have sucked. That's the conversation you have with yourself before you get to work. Huh? Like walking Not in. <laughs> walking in. Suck it up. Do what you got to do. It's your job. This is my paycheck. This is how I live. Okay. But it's Kristen. So obviously her brain did not work that rationally at this point in her life at the age of 30, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in another part of this scene, Jax goes up to Kristen to give her the rundown of how the dinner party is going. He spills the beans that Ariana is back there bartending with him and Tom and Kristen loses her shit. Oh, Lord. Like Jax. And Jax is like, what? Like, I, she is back there bartending with us. And he's like, yeah, but I wasn't telling her that. And I'm like, first Dummy. of all, first of all, and this is going to be my white privilege, one of my white privilege moments. The fact that your boss is going above and beyond to not tell you a piece of information that's going to send you off the rails mm. is the most white privilege shit I think I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Like, in order for her to, in order for us to get her to do her job, we have to withhold this information so that she doesn't lose her shit. Are and you then she's still going to lose it anyway. And she still loses it anyway. Fucking insane. So after that, of course, Kristen goes to confront Katie and Stassi to confirm that Ariana is back there bartending with Tom. And they're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of reluctantly because they already knew. Exactly. about to happen. So she goes to the bar that's in the, where are they? They're not in the garden. Are they in the garden? Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, the garden. So she goes back there to Tom and is like, move your ass now. Mm. They head back to the infamous back alley, which is great. Um, And that is where she confronts Tom about Ariana bartending with him. And he, so she was like, well, initially you said it was just you and Jax. News fucking flash, Kristen. Tom doesn't make the schedule. No. Tom is not his own boss. Mm-mm. If that were the case and he were bartending with Ariana and didn't tell you, I could maybe understand how you're upset. A hundred percent. But if you want to direct this anger at anybody, you should direct it at Lisa because mm-hmm. Lisa picked this crew, right? Yes. But also realize you are at your fucking job. You don't have any say in what is happening, who is scheduled to work with who, just like you try to pull that shit earlier where you were like, well, I don't want to work with Ariana. I don't want Tom to work with Ariana. And she's like, I don't give a fuck what you want. I'm doing what I'm doing for my business, ma'am. So you can either leave or get the fuck on board. Exactly. And that's it. That is exactly how Lisa should have had that conversation with her. But instead she tries to massage her feelings. And I'm just Mm. like, why? Why? White privilege number 82 of this episode. I don't (laughs) fucking get it, but whatever. So Kristen starts berating him about these accusations again. And Kristen is like, Sheena told Stassi, Tom, you're screwed. You're screwed. And it's like, but Kristen, he's not screwed because are you breaking up with him in this moment? No, No, you're not. So what do you mean when you say he's screwed? Nothing. It's fucking exactly. You just have something else to be mad at him about that you're ultimately going to do nothing with. Exactly. 
So Tom starts to walk away because Kristen tells him to. And then she's like, you know what? I'm done, dude. And he's like, no, you're not. She's <laughs> like, yes, I am. <laughs> so then Tom goes to grab Sheena to ask Sheena what she said to Stassi. And then they bring up the whole thing about, I don't know what happened three years ago in Vegas. And Sheena's like, no, I said, I don't know if something happened three years ago in Vegas. And she was like, I'm assuming it didn't, Tom. And Tom's like, yeah, no, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Um, yeah. And then we see, what's that girl's name? Lisa, the owner. Mm -hmm. Peter's telling Lisa about this meltdown Kristen's having. So then Lisa goes to the back to confront Kristen. And Kristen tells Lisa that she doesn't want Ariana and Pong working together. And Lisa's like, I can't run my business based on who is shagging who. So. As we've said multiple times. And, you know, as most people would understand is common sense. Mm -hmm. um, like you said the other day. Yeah, it's right. Common sense is a flower that does not grow in everyone's garden. And that is mm. sad. It is. It is, is very, very sad. Yeah. So as we move into post-dinner and the A-team is getting off and they're, I don't know if they're just off-off or if they're just like taking a break before they go back to working in the restaurant or whatever, Sheena goes up to Ariana to tell her what's going on. And to me, it sounds like Sheena is flipping the script of what was said because the way that Stassi recounted it to us, it sounds like Sheena was like, well, I don't know if something happened, blah, 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 where Sheena made it sound like, I don't know if something happened. Just the inflections were very, very different. And so Ariana's like, you know what? Let's just go like nip this in the bud right now. So Ariana and Sheena walk out to the back alley. So we're in back alley fight number two of this episode. And the witches of WeHo are all sitting there like chain smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and Ariana is trying to set everything straight with everybody because she's like, here's the deal. I've heard what's been said. Nothing has happened. Like, just stop. Stop talking about this is not a thing. And then Sheena, for some reason, one, is wearing these like massive glasses, which are very cute, but I don't actually think that those were in style at that time. Um, but she keeps trying to intervene and throw the rumors in about Kristen and Jax. And so Kristen and Ariana are yelling at each other. Katie and Sheena are yelling at each other. Stassi's just kind of sitting there. She like chimes in every now and then, but isn't saying a lot. There's just so much happening in this moment. But basically, Ariana, it all comes down to her saying to Kristen, if you have an issue, the issue is with Tom. It's not with me. So stop bringing it up to me. And then Kristen's like, well, Tom's cheating on me three times before this. So, of course, I'm going to be worried about it. And Ariana's like, yeah, maybe that's the fucking problem. And then basically just walks. <laughs> and that's where the episode ends. And it's just truly so fucking funny to me that ariana just really cleared Kristen out of nowhere yeah yeah because i mean those are the facts correct like there are mm. no lies told none at all none at all mm -mm. overall for this episode i was like Kristen, you probably should have exited the chat after this season mm -hmm. because from here until like season what like Eight. yeah it's just kind of not it's just not good for you it's not a good look it's not a good look and when I was listening to her podcast her and her boyfriend Luke now they are stopping their rewatch of VPR because Kristen's like this is too like 
traumatizing. Luke is like, yeah, I really don't like seeing this side of you. So they're like, yeah, we're going to pivot and like leave VPR where VPR is. Also, did you know that they're streaming episode or seasons one and two of VPR Netflix? No. Yes. I did not know that. That's crazy. Kristen was like, please, everyone who watches it, do not judge me based on seasons one and two. And Kristen, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She exited the chat here. Well, Uh, but the thing is though, Kristen gives us so much. Like, if I were to meet Kristen in real life, I would say thank you for your services. You were wonderful. You've made this show the juggernaut that it is. Like, literally, they didn't ask me anything. And one of the mm -hmm. questions was, Kristen, does your back hurt from carrying VPR for season one? Seriously, (laughs) though, like, I'm I'm just saying (laughs) it's she and that's the thing, too. Like, we talk shit about this because this is what they have given us to talk about. But like, I have other than Tom Sandoval and Raquel, I have no ill feelings really toward any of these people. Like, I would say hey to them and like, let's have a cocktail and chat about it. Because I get that, like, you're entertaining us and I'm going to enjoy the entertainment. And so... For her, I get that she's traumatized by watching it. I'm surprised that she's never rewatched it before. That is mm-hmm. interesting to me. But, you know, it's kind of like when um, Kristen and Steven were doing the Laguna Beach yep. rewatch podcast yep. and they said neither one of them had rewatched it. And I was like, yep. I just don't know if I could have this television widely available about me and not know what was on it. Yeah. or how I was presented or whatever, mm-hmm. which is again, one of the many reasons why I would never film a reality TV show. Yeah. But yeah, like she just, I don't even know. And like, obviously for people who've watched this show, like all the way through, you know how wonderful she is in terms of like the ratings and stuff for the show, but like just fucking phenomenal. And also like, we know that you're not this person anymore. Just like, right. I don't think Stassi is this person anymore. Katie? No. Maybe. It's a little questionable. Ariana uh, has generally always been super likable. Sheena is the same fucking person, but like, I will say this with Sheena, you get what you get with her. Like, yeah. she's not really like guiling or anything like that. So, I feel like you know, it's just, it just is what it is. Like, it happened. You, you just gotta move on. It also made you a lot of money. So, oh. You can't be that mad about it and giving you a huge platform. Huge, huge. And I also learned on her podcast that she is relaunching James May. Uh, oh, I didn't know it wasn't still going. I don't. And I wonder why she named it James May. For someone who hates James Kennedy so much, it seems like you would have chosen literally any other male name besides that to name your brand. Well, it's like her niece and nephew's middle names or something, I think. Oh, she explains that because okay. I think she named it before she started naming James. Ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah. That blows. Oh, well. I think it's cute though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, people may think it's James's and she might get some random traffic like that. So yeah, use it to true. your advantage, Kristen. That's true. Um, my overall thoughts. I think that this dinner took up too much of the episode. Yeah. And I'm sure that when it aired originally, it made more sense for it to be as present as it was. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say it did set up the argument at the end very beautifully because of the whole like Ariana working with Tom situation and then just segueing right into that fight. Because I don't know that that fight would have happened had they not been working together. For sure. So, Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Savage AF thoughts for the episode. Again, Ariana clearing Kristen. Like everyone's saying this to you, but Ariana putting it so bluntly when she's not your friend, even though she's like actually yeah. looking out for your best interest at the same time. Like, yeah, it was just priceless and so easy. She just had to say one sentence. Right. To yeah. shut Kristen up. Echo. It was great. I would echo that. I would echo that. And I know I gave my savage or my white privilege moments throughout the episode. Um, but your white privilege moment for the episode? Uh, again, Kristen crying for an hour of her shift because of Tom and Ariana working together. Just the overall disregard in general that she has for this job. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also all these like psychotic order adjustments that these people were making at the dinner. Like there's a preset menu, like Saucy said, order something on the menu and like call it a fucking day. Like even yeah. if it were my friend's restaurant, I'm not going to be you that should be difficult. more respectful. Yeah. Exactly. Also, because uh, yeah. I want to make sure I get my shit, my, I get my shit right. And right. the more that I change, the less likely I am to get it correct. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I do have one yeah. more white privilege moment to add, Ooh. which I can't remember if I said or not. But when Kristen tells Lisa that she doesn't want um, Ariana and Tom working together, this is not your business. Mm-mm. So you can't make demands like that. No. And she was dead ass serious. I right. would never go to my boss. Even when I didn't like that girl at Panera who was her name Cindy? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like her. She was being mean to me. Did I go to fucking get any of our managers and be like, oh my gosh, I don't want to work with Cindy? Mm-hmm. No. no. You think people would have fucking cared? No. no. Now Lisa didn't care. But <laughs> in most instances, I feel like for white people, they probably could get away with some shit like that. And their boss mm-hmm. would be like, okay, you're right. No problem. I'll make that adjustment for you, which is yeah. fucking- it oh. is. It is like, and there are a lot of times throughout the course of the show that people make ultimatums specifically of Lisa. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? What are this we doing? Is your, do we all need to go back to like, I don't know. You probably figure out the definition, the textbook definition of the word boss in like second grade. Do we need to like revisit the fucking Webster for you to understand? And do we also, we probably need to do some application exercises, you know, like mm-hmm. now that we know the definition of boss, how should you act around your boss? What are mm-hmm. things that are appropriate to ask your boss? Things that are inappropriate to ask your boss of, you know, just like shit like that. Yeah. Because yeah. whatever yeah. world these people are living in, they clearly did not get those life lessons at any point along the way. So sure did not crazy but anyways we will leave you all with that for this week we will be back next week with a little bit of a larger episode because we are going to cabo for stassi's i think 25th birthday and there are two cabo episodes so we're gonna be talking about both of them together because we really can't talk about one without the other so until then you can find us at savage reality podcast on instagram DM us if you have questions or email us at realityforsavages at gmail.com. Also, again, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help people find us this year. Stay tuned and we will see you next week. Bye, sister. Bye.